Hey everyone, it's your girl Cranali, and you're listening to Hustle and Heart, a podcast designed to help you stay woke and live your best life. On this podcast, I interview tons of experts in a variety of fields, from wellness and beauty to entrepreneurship and human optimization. I do the research and get the insider scoop about all things trending for self-growth. If you find this podcast to be helpful and a good time, please remember to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you love what you hear, please leave me a rating and a review. Now that we've met, I'd love to stay connected. You can find me on Instagram at K-R-E-N-A-R-E-A-L-I. If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to spread the love and the wisdom using the hashtag Krenali. I can't wait to take you on this journey with me. It's going to be lit. Now let's get into this week's episode. Guys, it's back to school time, and whether you're a student, a teacher, or an entrepreneur, if you're anything like me and like to stay organized, and you're still looking for that best planner, let me tell you, I found the one. The self-journal really has it all. It lets you track important appointments and even personal milestones. If you visit bestself.co, you can get your self-journal with an exclusive discount. Use code CREN15 at checkout for 15% off and start living your best life. Okay, now for real, let's get into the episode. Hey everyone, so today on the show, I'm interviewing a really close friend who's also a super talented yoga instructor. She recently completed her yoga certification with the Yoga Tree Studios. Her name is Bushra Umut, and I can't wait for you guys to meet her. Today, we're going to be talking about the benefits of a yoga practice, the benefits of meditation. Most importantly, we're going to be talking about the connection of the mind, body, and spirit, and how important it is for us to be conscious of when our ego shows up in our life so that we could lead more compassionate lives. So, Bushra, thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. So how did you get introduced to yoga? And I mean, how did you make the decision that this was something you wanted to pursue as a career? Well, when I was uh, younger, I was interested in practicing yoga, but I wasn't really that into it. I, I thought it was just you moving in a way that was really hard and complex and I was having a hard time because I realized I started doing like all the hard asanas at first they're they're difficult some of those moves especially if you don't have a lot of flexibility yeah and and exactly so what I realized is after a few years when I went back to it again I realized that I I was completely um, clueless about it first of all you don't have to be flexible to do yoga and I think that Yoga is not just something physical. The definition is actually to unite. It means like life. It, it's not just physical. It's part of your it's part of your life force. Like it's your mind, body, and spirit. And when you practice all these things together, that's when you really reach 
an understanding of your true inner self. That's really awesome. And I think this comes with Asian experience as well. But one thing I think that a lot of people overlook with yoga is how much it helps you strengthen that mind-body connection. Definitely. Because for a lot of people, I think we go about our day, everything's super fast-paced. It's really difficult to stay in the present because we're always focused on the future. We're thinking, you know, uh, what's that next meeting I have to attend? Or we're thinking about the past constantly as well. And I think one important thing that yoga teaches us is to be aware of even how our body reacts to what we experience and there's oftentimes so many um, symptoms that show up within our body because we lack that mind-body connection exactly. and I think yoga really helps you create a concrete understanding of how those two are linked yeah. so that you're more control of your body exactly you basically connect all the dots together to truly understand why physically you might be having a certain pain in your body and also emotionally why you're feeling certain feelings because it's it's actually vice versa because for, for instance like let's say you have a lot of neck or shoulder pain okay that actually relates to you having some sort of stress or mental blockage mm. and that turns into stress and the stress basically tightens your muscles as well as that could also be from how you work whether you're always sitting on on a chair every day and your work there's a lot of reasons for that but most importantly i think knowing how every part of your body is there's a connection it's all connected so once you realize that you have certain blockages you start to understand why it physically and mentally puts you into that place mm, and once okay. you clear your energy like for instance, what I learned, especially working as an instructor and also as a... I really realized that sometimes when certain things happen and it's not... and it's stressful, mm -hmm. when you have that... when you consciously have that knowing of, no, this, this shouldn't be how I should react. Yeah. You automatically, your brain automatically says, you know what? No, I'm not going to react this way. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to stress myself out. I'm going to just take a deep breath. Mm -hmm. and literally just let it go and be in the present right so it prevents you from being very emotionally reactive in situations yes and it's actually about reacting in the most healthy way as possible right and for me from my experience ever since i started doing yoga and also meditate i realized that physically when you clear up the blockages and muscle tension you have and as well as being in silence and meditating it really makes you think that you should always be in the present because that's that's all there is right 100 percent. and for sure it's it's harder to to be in that state all the time especially like in the world we live in it's it's not it's not that easy but that's why it takes time and practicing yoga Meditating is very beneficial for every part of your life, not just physically or mentally. It's a way of life, I think, and and I think everyone should try it out. So for someone, maybe some of our audience members are very new mm -hmm. to um, yeah. 
like a concept of yoga as a form of wellness, right? Or practicing wellness, what would be a few first steps our listeners can take to incorporate both meditation and both maybe yoga into their everyday life? How often maybe should they start meditating at first? I think that you can literally meditate anywhere, anytime. For meditating, I believe that if you at least do it once a day to start with, or at least three times a week as a beginner, Mm -hmm. you're going to see a lot of benefits of it. And also, what's good for beginners that are meditating is before meditating, write down what you're thinking Mm. and what your emotions are at that time. Okay, just like free thought? Yeah. Okay. Write down exactly what you're feeling and what you're thinking about. And then meditate for about three minutes or or up to five minutes, three to five minutes. That's not bad, three to five, just get started. And then after that, write down again how you're feeling and what Mm. you thought about while you were meditating. That's really awesome, yeah. Yeah. That's a great tip. This was actually a tip that I learned from one of the yoga teachers that I did my training at. I really realized that my thoughts are all this... It's like a big bubble, Mm -hmm. and it's just about... Popping the bubble. Like, literally. It's like, that's how you really stress, popping bubbles, in a way. And, yeah. But I think beginners should try that. And in terms of the physical yoga, I would say every morning, for sure, like, before you even get out of your bed, stretch in your bed. Oh, stretch in your bed. Okay. Every morning when you wake up, just literally just stretch and close your eyes and just meditate for at least a minute. And this is for beginners. And for someone very new to meditation, are we literally just sitting on our bed closing our eyes and trying to so let any thoughts that come to you just pass through you instead of stopping to dwell on them correct exactly it's what i think is that instead of thinking about the situation in a critical way analyzing the situation yeah like instead of instead of being hard on yourself oh i should have said this or i should have done that or why did this person say this to me or why did they do this to me instead of doing that or what Whatever the situation is instead just observe what happened and and that's all there is to it all you can do is just observe it doesn't matter if you think of it in a negative way or a positive way because what happened has happened and you can't really do anything about the past all you can do is analyze observe it and then let that go okay and so stretching in bed right right so when you wake up in the morning mm-hmm. yeah so when you first wake up stretch your whole body as in like move your arms all the way up over your ears and also try to first just uh, stretch your arms and then do side twists first on the right side then on the left and you can if you're close to near the wall literally just put your legs up but your whole back uh laid down okay flat on the bed flat on the bed for about a minute that will really uh, help with the blood flow and you can also and by the way when you're meditating you don't necessarily have to close your eyes or be in a lotus position So there's no, like, right way to meditate. It's mostly about the internal conversation you're having. Yeah. And being conscious of that and just sitting at a state of observation. Yeah. And and not just always observing. First, you observe, of course, but it's about embracing it. Mm, So whatever... Exactly. I like that. Yeah. So whatever you are doing, whether it's good or bad, it's about really embracing what you are doing at every moment Mm. and for me so that probably goes a lot into self-acceptance and teaching oneself 
how to master that and improve those skills. Yeah. Because exactly. especially for a lot of people, I think one thing many people struggle with, especially um, high achievers, many people who, you know, who really push themselves, it's very easy to be hard on yourself. Yeah. And it's very easy for to sure. set very high expectations. So I think, you know, as a person who's very much like that, mm-hmm. meditation has helped me and many others just work on self-acceptance and knowing that, exactly. you know, what you're doing is enough mm-hmm. and what matters is yeah you know your happiness in in those achievements mm-hmm. exactly for instance when you think about yoga spirituality the ego mm-hmm. and all these things first of all to start off with ego i would say you have to have an ego some people think that oh like i should have no ego that's mm-hmm. like you know like that's the best thing i can do for myself that's not necessarily what it is exactly because you have to have a certain amount of ego for your survival mm-hmm. because survival is different than your spirit right because that's um scientifically too like you have that ego to do certain things for right. your survival Okay. And what yoga does is it teaches you to go beyond the survival mode Mm. and to actually be in touch with your human nature and to really understand your surroundings and, and cope with nature the way you are supposed to so i think that ego everyone has ego for someone again who's like very new to the world of maybe self-development or consciousness what is the ego and um what are maybe some some ways we see it appear in our everyday life when you realize that when you're doing something like oh i'm gonna go help this person Mm -hmm. but in your mind are you thinking like oh i'm gonna go help this person because i want to look like I'm a good person or are you purely doing it because that's the first instinct you get like oh I'm gonna help them right you know so that's one thing what are you really thinking about when you're helping others first of all and why are we really doing it yeah exactly okay and are you going to be helping certain people when no one's watching or are you only doing it and the real question is... For the is, external validation exactly. that we feel. Yeah. And the real question is, either you do that or you don't. What is the reason behind that? Mm-hmm. You know? Of course. To really understand yourself, you have to have to observe yourself and really think, like, why am I doing this? Why am I taking this action? Is it for myself? Is it for someone else? That's why meditation really helps you understand yourself and your surroundings. It really slows down your thought process. I think it's fascinating, like the mind is, first of all, it's very fascinating. If you really understand yourself and your brain and your body, you're going to, it's going to open your eyes to so many amazing things. And I just think that even if you do it once a week, you notice a huge difference, whether it's meditation, yoga. I think that just being alive, taking action in any sort of way is just, it's amazing. Even breathing, like it's its something we have to do, like, right? We have to breathe, like we need oxygen. And especially with certain breathing techniques, we really can control our body temperature. We can control our emotions. I think that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. And one Once you really understand how to do them, you're going to see so many benefits and you're going to realize so much amazing life energy inside you that you already have, but you're just unaware of it. 
aware of it. Exactly. So true. Actually, for a long time, for the majority of my life, I was always such a shallow breather, mm-hmm. and I had no idea, so and I was just so you unaware of it. Exactly. Yeah, and then I mean, once I started incorporating more breath work into my daily routine, meditation, yoga, um, trying to stretch more, I was so much more aware of so much more aware of energies around me and it made me much more self-aware as well and that was something that was really enlightening to me because you know often we breathe or we take like a deep sigh and we don't really like understand what we're doing or why we're doing it but mm-hmm. it's actually so powerful if we want to regulate our nervous system exactly. and for someone who's very new to breath work what are some techniques you have maybe for our listeners so what can they do to practice breath work maybe in the morning like when they get up or before they go to bed um, or in the middle of their day what's what's a few ways they can practice breath work yeah so there's actually several breathing techniques they can try one of them would be using your uh, right hand right thumb and closing the right nostril okay and then breathing in from your left nostril should we try this out right now yeah let's do it so guide me through this so take your uh, right thumb okay to your right nostril okay and breathe in from your left nostril mm-hmm. and when you exhale move your thumb to your left and exhale from the right nostril and you keep doing this for about a minute or however long and even just doing that once yeah was like so refreshing exactly because literally it's actually called pranayama pranayama okay it's an ancient sanskrit word meaning literally life force that's what it means for instance if you want your body temperature to be cooler or warmer there's different timing sets for these yeah that's so awesome and we can i mean these are great techniques to try really any time of the day even if like you just left a work meeting and you're feeling very overwhelmed or stressed or whatever the case may be it's a great way to bring your body back into the presence yeah and just be more aware and self-aware of the present exactly it's just simply just being another thing you can do with your energy is place both of your hands together Mm -hmm. rub your hands together okay Okay. try this rub your hands together for like 20 seconds or so or more until you really feel that um heat the warmth yeah okay once you feel the warmth Place your hands on your face, like around your eye area, but don't press it, just around your eyes. Okay. And stay like that for about 10 seconds. Do you feel that? Whoa, that's insane. Yeah. Guys, I'm not even playing right now. (laughs) That's wild. Like, you just get this sudden rush of calmness. Wow, that's so powerful. And that's all you're using, all of your own energy. Your own energy, your hand, your own hands. You're just rubbing them together, literally, creating that heat, and you're placing it on your face. Wow, that's why. And I'll be honest, like, I mean, this is a pretty stress free situation. I mean, (laughs) ideal like we're recording a really awesome podcast and once i once i did this exercise i felt just an overwhelming rush of just calm and serenity it was wild that's so cool yeah like it really helps like it's literally your own body your own energy giving life back to you i don't know how to no that's really that's the best way to describe it yeah it's it's amazing like it's mind-blowing what our body and mind is capable of it's 
It's amazing. Yeah. I hope everyone actually, I'm not going to say don't make excuses, but actually care for yourself and just sit down for even five minutes of your day and just focus on yourself and, and just, and just take a deep breath, you know, like literally just take a deep breath whenever we're always breathing, but right. it's about being conscious of your breath, of your breath. Self-care is something that has become really trendy recently. Yeah. Right? Which is awesome. I mean, it's it's amazing because I think just as human beings, we're becoming so much more aware of the power that we have of our own energy exactly. and our own body and our own Definitely. vibe. And I mean, one thing I hear a lot actually is, you know, when, when people meet me and this is often, I think it's very flattering, mm -hmm. but they'll say things to me like, yeah. I love your vibe. I get such great vibes from you. Mm -hmm. And... I saw a post recently that was similar and, and it said, you know, thanks girl, but like I've been working on that. Like I've been <laughs> working on that energy. I've been working on those vibes. For sure. Because it's a lot. It's a lot of daily practice of self-awareness and being conscious of how you're being reactive, right? And how you're just becoming very aware of how you're in control of yourself, whether it's your thoughts, whether it's your emotions or whether it's your actions. Exactly. And I think this is something that is an ongoing practice for everyone there's room for improvement for every single person because in a lot of ways i mean it's difficult to be able to master something like this because that's sort of the beauty and the mystery of life mm -hmm. but what i think is so valuable in self-care is that you're taking daily steps to living a better life every day definitely definitely everything is energy so in your daily life, when you come across people that have low energy and literally you want to call it bad vibes or whatever, what I realized is before I would take it on myself right. and I would literally receive their bad energy. Right. So you're like an empath then. Exactly. So I you feel would, the same. So yeah. you sort of, there's probably even people in our audience as well who feel this way, but you take on that energy as your own. Exactly. Right? Because you're so empathetic mm -hmm. that it's hard for you to create a boundary. Yeah. And even if it's like someone that is a stranger and you're just talking to them for a while, instead of being upset with yourself, like, oh, why is this stranger giving me attitude? Whether it like you're cashing out at the store or you're working with customers, whatever it is, instead of taking it hard on yourself and letting something small ruin your day, don't react to people's own low energy. I really learned to control that side of me where... Through I'm, yoga. Through yoga, through meditation. Like, I don't let little small things ruin my mood. I realized that first, it took me a few minutes to get over something. Mm -hmm. And then it took me... And then later on, you realize, oh, it just takes a few seconds. Suddenly and then you're like, oh, right. whatever. Right. Like, I'm just going to let that go because that's... It's not, it shouldn't affect me. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are like that where, you know, you'll go through an experience and you can't help but it affect you for some people even the whole month, yeah. right? Or, yeah. or weeks yeah. or days or hours. And you start to realize that although part of you may feel like it's okay for it to take up time and your energy, how much time and energy are you really devoting to something that's in the past? So even for someone who's very new to self-care, right? Yeah. What do you suggest that are some good first steps to get a person started? Whether that's journaling, meditating, yoga, is there any other practices you would recommend? Definitely. I would say that 
whatever you think that as a child or, or even now that you really enjoy doing other than like a hobby or some sort that's definitely something that can really make you stay in the present mm. whether it's painting drawing love painting yeah like even reflecting on an activity you liked from your childhood yeah definitely that's because it really connects because your mind sort of has these memories and it's still in your brain and, and when you do something in that the subconscious you enjoy, yeah when you enjoyed before it totally gives you that relaxed nice peaceful feeling it could be playing an instrument singing like for me i i sing because like i just love it so much like for instance instead of watching tv for half an hour you can do that mm -hmm. and really feel so much better and what's also so awesome about that is our body is typically in a state of fight or flight the sympathetic nervous system and the best way to move from a sympathetic nervous system state to a parasympathetic nervous state is to incorporate activities that are calming to us whether that's meditation whether that's painting that could even be taking you know your pet for a walk or you know spending time reading a book anything that will sort of calm your body and your mind for sure and in terms of being in the present moment meditating all of that connects to everything because for instance like i said before you don't have to be sitting in a certain position and closing your eyes or having um hand mudra which is different positions that you do with your hands that connect to your chakra and your physical self mm -hmm. in order to heal certain parts of your body even without that whether you're just sipping on your tea having a nice view in front of you that's also meditation it's about awesome. being grateful embracing the life around you and embracing the life that is you Busha, that's beautiful we've learned so much today and i know this is i learned so much from you and i know this has been so helpful for not only myself um but i'm sure our listeners as well so thank you so much Busha, for coming on the show kren it was it was lovely being here and talking about mind body and spirit and thank just you for so much. where we can find out more i mean what's your instagram handle if you have any questions about yoga and meditation you can contact me on my instagram at bushra.umut.yoga i can spell that out for you guys it's b-u-s-r-a dot u-m-u-t dot yoga thank you kren awesome thanks so much Busha. and again guys you heard her contact info she's an awesome yoga teacher make sure you reach out to her on instagram Instagram. All right, guys, that's a wrap of our latest episode. That's all for me today. This is the Hustle Heart Podcast with Kren Ali. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, stay woke, guys.